There is a fifth dimension. A dimension of sound. Damn it, Frank! We tell him to be quiet. I spill my hot cup of Uranus again. A dimension of sight. Hey, Arch. I'm gonna sock you in the puss. A dimension of mind. Nan Adams, is that you? Ah! Ah! Next stop, the Twilight Zone. Anyway, right, with with that said. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fifth Dimension of Twilight Zone podcast. I am your host, Nick, as always. Uh, we're back to talk Twilight Zone, a new episode, of course, the famous, uh, iconic Twilight Zone series that was created by Rod Sterling. As you know, we do this uh, every week, or at least we try to, unless something major comes up. Uh, as always, if you want to reach us, not reach us, but listen to us, we are on audio feeds as Apple and Google. We're also on my YouTube channel for some reason, some way. People talk to me i had people actually comment on or had someone comment that actually knew you triv so nice. they um yeah i was like oh what was your favorite episode and yeah, i think you said the invaders or something though so i said there's gonna be a knockout drag out fight when the invaders comes up for number one <laughs> apparently so oh was that judge fish i, yes, I don't know yes. the guy well but he he commented on my my retweet of yours that, oh, okay that the invaders was his fave so yeah, so so apparently I'm gonna be like the one dying on the battle hill when this episode comes up. Well, this is gonna be the knows. episode that breaks us. <laughs> Look forward to it. <laughs> exactly. That's right. You can see and I'm so ready those, to fight. <laughs> and so those lovely voices you hear are uh, the first one is the animated character who will always detach her body from her anus while when becoming a mystic of Bali, and what? that of course is Triv from Trivial Theater. <laughs> I, I come up with this like last minute too. It's great. <laughs> my head detaches from my body. My body does not detach from my anus. I like the anus. Yeah, detach your body from your anus. Just roll with it. <laughs> no, it's you... fine. Detach your body from your steaming cup of your anus. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Uh, okay. Yep. That'll that'll be my new that'll be my new bio. My 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 whole body detaches from my Uranus. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, how are you doing, Trip? Uh, doing okay. Can't complain too much. How about you? Uh, I'm here. Uh, I'm hey. Doing things that are trying to kill me, apparently, my cough. But um, as well, as we have another person here, as I always say. And uh, that person, of course, is the man who loves to be nasty, but only if the nasty involves aliens. And that, of course, is Jacob. <laughs> aliens and <laughs> but, <body> fluid. <laughs> but. but clearly, they. <laughs> But clearly, they are the mouth of madness of my heart, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, when did you change your name from Nick to Nick as always? Um, yeah, that, I was oh. gonna make a comment about that. Yay, I'm Nick, good as always. <laughs> Nick as always. What, what did I miss something? Oh, no, you said I'm Nick as always. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was gonna that's say, well, Nick as always, <laughs> that's my new channel, is Nick as always. I mean, but you know. um, yeah. Yeah, so so we're back. How, how have you guys been? Um, I know everybody's doing usual. I know Triv is trying to stay uh, stay warm in the two degree weather, and I know we're both toasty in the sixty and seventy degrees. Y'all can kiss yeah, my yeah. ass. Your your Uranus. Yes. Your detached Uranus. Sure. Yeah. Let's gotcha. let's from go with myth, that. From the ball. I'm detached anus. <laughs> Uh, but clearly those are referenced uh mystic of bali was triv's last video she put out as recording this video and of course jacob did the w- w- what was the name of the of that video the seed, the, the seed the apparently seed, body fluids yeah. and stuff so 
Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely check those out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're back. We're talking Twilight Zone, not bodily fluid. Um, Ideally so, speaking, yeah. no. Exactly. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 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 I was going. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was. I was. Anyway. This is what we go to people when we have nothing else to say, and we all kind of like break for a second. <laughs> I mean, we just start going, "Wow!" Wow! <laughs> Until somebody comes up and goes, "Wow!" Wow! Right now. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. So, wow. Well, I mean, <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. Right. right wow. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, we'll, we'll we'll try and get back on uh, target because I know uh, Triv is going to yell at me here in a second. So, Stay um, on target. I'm more than usual. <laughs> I'm more worried about my computer going out here because it already did it once tonight. Eh, it won't be the first time. I mean, well, somebody's computer has to fall apart at some point in this podcast. So, I would be more worried about the computer I'm about to build. It might fall apart after I uh, when I use it. <laughs> what do you use it for? Like a sex simulator or something? <laughs> The way you're talking, which, I'm thinking you're gonna like try hey. and bang it. <laughs> I mean, they, they have they have, have that kind of peripherals. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, I know. Hey. Like Jacob spent all this money. What do you use? And it I for? got VR and a green screen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you could have beat sabers. You know, beating off sabers. Yeah, beat some sabers. <laughs> how, how has nobody created that game yet? Beat off sabers. I'm oh, sure there's a variation of it someplace. I guarantee, if you searched. Some some variation of Beat Saber, Beat Saber's Triple X or something. It exists. There's at least a video. Yeah. <laughs> There's it's I get if there isn't, I think it's rule 36, 7 or 8. Rule I can't remember. It is is it 34? It is our yeah. duty to make it. Yes. <laughs> if there is porn of it, or if it exists, there is porn of it. Yeah. And if there is not, and the next one is if there is not porn, it is your duty to make it. Ah, you said duty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Speaking of people, speaking of a person who uh, probably watched a lot of different types of porn, uh, we're going to talk about Long Live Walter Jameson, which is an episode that Segway. is, um, what's that? Yeah. Segway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Exactly. I try, you know. Impressive. Uh, but this, Most impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but this is uh, season one, episode 24. <laughs> we're actually like 10 episodes away from the end of the season, believe it or not, which is crazy wow. to think about. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. There's 36, I think 36 episodes in this season. It's insane. Um, but this is episodes directed by Anton Letter or Leader, written by Charles Beaumont, which is kind of surprising with my feelings on this episode. But uh, it's episode 173, 21st episode recorded. Uh, original air date, March 18th, 1960. Now it is notable for having Kevin McCarthy as Walter Jameson, who is a guy who appeared in the Twilight Zone, the... the uh, I said it last week. I forgot. It was the one with the kid and the faceless uh, sister and uh, and uh, Nancy Cartwright getting eaten by a monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know what it is. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. The yeah, name, it's the, the one final one. Joe... In the movie. Is the final one? No, oh, Joe looking, or the end of the no Joe Johnston. No, wait, no, yeah. no. No, it's directed by Joe Dante. Yeah, Dante. That's what I thought. Yeah, he, him and Joe Johnston mixed up. They actually both worked on Star reason. Wars, believe it or not. I think. Nice. I think. Well, yeah, they both worked what? under Spielberg at one point in time too. Yeah, and they um, one created Inner Space and one created that Looney Tunes movie. So there you go. <laughs> or no. And didn't one uh uh no he created both it? of them uh, the 
Gremlins. Yeah, Joe Dante. Dante. Yeah. Gremlins, right? And Small yeah. Soldiers. Yeah, Small Ooh, Soldiers as well. And Joe versus, versus the Volcano. Oh, I love Joe versus the Volcano. I didn't know let's he did talk, that. I think he did. Let's, let's just talk about Joe versus the Volcano instead of this episode. Look, we have to talk I about this episode. That That's why people show up. Do they show up? Do they show up for this episode? Oh, first? would you fuck <laughs> off and just start talking about the goddamn episode? Um. Anyways, it starts. <laughs> It starts Kevin McCarthy, who I love. He plays Scrimshaw, of course, in uh, Inner Space. Great villain in that episode or that movie. <laughs> cough, cough. Uh, I like when he Eggers- shrinks into the little midget. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, oh, the I'm sorry. Can you that- say midget? Small person. <laughs> exactly. Or mini. I don't know. Whatever's PC. Sorry. That's not me. Well, I mean, actually, I think they prefer. No, I'm not getting into this comment because I'm getting my- we're going to get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> Um, it also dwarves, they're all dwarves exactly well that's the thing is you uh, like i what they want you to refer not when i say they i don't mean they small people they them <laughs> i don't mean you know people of diminutive stature i mean but like what you're supposed to call them is like little people or small people i'm like that sounds more diminutive to me than like midget or you know, dwarf or something. Are they really taking offense to dwarf over little person or small person? I don't know. What's what's asked Peter Dinklage? He seems to be offended by everything now. So hey, he's a, the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs thing. Yeah. He mm-hmm. said since they're making CGI dwarfs, he's like, You're taking jobs away from small people around the world. There are really only seven of them. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, then one of the guys, one of the guys who's a little person, he's like, Fuck you, Peter Dinklage. I want the job. Give me the fucking job. I need the money, goddamn it! That's what he said. I'm like, you're amazing. Yeah. So, anyways, this is also stars uh, Edgar Stelly as Professor Samuel Kittredge, uh, Stell Winwood as Lorette Brown- Bowen. She's and so freaking Dottie- awesome. I love Estelle <laughs> she's Winwood. The old, she's the old woman. Yep. And uh, Dottie Heath as Susan Kitt- Susanna Kittredge, which I think is only her name's only said once in the whole entire episode. It seems like I think they say I Susan a couple times. Oh, do they? Yeah. Sus- Susanna. Man. This so is anyways. not karaoke, you dork. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this episode, I have a lot of feelings about. I don't remember this episode at all, and I was watching it, and um, I really still don't remember watching this episode. I know I've seen it because I've seen every episode, but it, I, I don't remember this episode. I remember Kevin McCarthy in the movie, but I don't remember him in this episode. I don't know. I, I have a lot of feelings about this boring ass episode. So, um, what Ooh. do you guys think? Do you, do you guys remember seeing this? <laughs> Oh, I think we have a go knockout spicy. Right <laughs> All right, gents, go to your corners. Clean fight. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. No, no hitting below the belt. Or whoa, whoa, the belt. whoa, 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 whoa! Face, no face, hitting below the belt. I think we're going there this episode. No, okay. Um, so I think you absolutely um, should God, aim for face. <laughs> aim for the head, the dickhead, <laughs> the talking penis. Oh man um so i i know jacob where you saying you haven't watched this in like 20 years do you uh, do you actually remember this episode in any form or inkling before you watched it like you no. remember some episodes but do you remember anything at all about this episode like i did not this did not like, seem familiar at all what about you Triv? i don't i didn't remember anything I, I don't remember i remember bits of it like i remember the parts in the classroom when he's reading from the book or from his diary but the rest of it is 
I was sitting there trying to figure out what was going to happen as it went along. And I mean, you kind of know where it's going, but you don't like really, it's like, oh, is the, is the one character going to ask for the secret to mortality? You know, what's, what's going to happen? And yeah, I, I really don't remember this one well. Well, there's an episode coming up which actually deals with the same kind of um, idea where it's the potion episode with the woman falling in love with him, which deals with like, be careful what you wish for. That's what this episode Mm -hmm. is. Be careful what you wish for because you might end up getting it. And uh, I like everybody in this episode, but I don't know how I feel about the. I I don't know. We'll talk about it, but um, it's complex. I don't know how complex it is, but it's it's an episode. Um, I mean, your feelings on it are complex, not the actual episode. Yeah. So anyways, this episode opens up with um, the traditional school college music with the kids walking into the school. You know, very traditional music that plays over that. Like, do, 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 do. You know, with the trumpets and shit. One more time. I don't know. It's got quite the beat. Yeah, I try, but it's very traditional what it's trying to do. And um, it pretty much leads right into the opening narration, but it's actually in two parts. But like you always do, I think you'll read all at once. But Walter Jameson, long live opening narration. You're looking at act one, scene one of a nightmare. One not restricted to witching hours of dark. Rain swept nights. Professor Walter Jameson, popular beyond words. Who talks of of the past as if it were the present? who conjures up the dead as if they were alive. In the view of this man, Professor Samuel Kittredge, Walter Jameson has access to knowledge that couldn't come out of a volume of history, but rather from a book on black magic, which is to say that this nightmare begins at noon. What the fuck does that mean? I I, I don't know. (laughs) Um, When he said it, I was like, begins at, what is, what, what? It begins at noon in the witching hour, like three in the morning. I, I think know. he was talking <laughs> well and here's here's my thought i'm not sure whether he's talking mm-hmm. about like when sam confronted walter as far as like so where'd you get all that you know where'd you get this incredible book of knowledge or it, if it was when like um walter went home and he was spied on i'm assuming it's when sam raised the question of you know what is this book because that kind of got things rolling is it really a black yes. magic I don't know. I, I think it's it, it's 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 kind of taking it in the direction of this clearly isn't like natural. There are weird things afoot is what he's kind of saying, I think. Well, that's the other thing. Like, um, didn't you say this was based like it felt very similar to like the 2000 year old man or something like that? Is that what you were saying, Triv? Like you said that like last week or something like that. Uh, like it, this one? Because at some point he like he had fallen asleep or something like that or I know oh, you had the, mentioned something. the the, the Rip, Van uh, Rip, Rip Van Winkle thing that that was the, different like that was that was guys that fall asleep and like they have gold and stuff and then they wake up and like gold isn't worth anything or like Ash at the end of the original ending for Army of Darkness yeah I don't remember talking about two thousand <laughs> yeah. but... I love I think I love that original ending more than I love the uh, the other ending wakes up the only issue like, i had with the original ending was that we wouldn't have got the fucking amazing ash versus evil dead and we got a similar ending to that to that show so they made up for it it's too bad they canceled that show such a shame i uh, know it would have been so awesome if they had gone forward with where it went <sighs> anyway twilight Zone. yeah we could go many tangents apparently we're gonna go on many tangents in this episode but um so we're introduced Perhaps to walter james ash versus evil dead lives on 
in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> they very well could. Exactly. Um, so we're introduced to uh, Walter Jameson, played by Kevin McCarthy. He is a professor of the civil. He's a professor of history, but he um, is talking about the Civil War. He brings out a book from a guy named Skelton, who we learn later that it's pretty much him. But Skelton, he reads from it. It's very the book is very on point with what the Civil War was doing. Like everything he talks about is like uh, Samuel Professor Samuels uh, is like man, that is just too on the nose and. They they finish up the class. They go out about the day, and Samuel approaches Walter Jameson. He's like, "Can I borrow this book?" And he's like, um, "No, um, I gotta go back to my home." Until we find out later that uh, he <laughs> might be dating the, the daughter of this character. But he's like, "Hey, you want to have dinner tonight? You know, at the house?" And he's like, "Sure." And that's pretty much where the opening portion leads. Like this first act is only nine minutes long, which was pretty crazy. But wow, yeah, there's not really much to talk about. Like I said, it goes from that classroom to the point where he goes to his house he leaves his house and then we have the weird strange woman just like staring at him she came out like nowhere she's like behind a tree and staring at him through you know binoculars or whatever i don't know what he's she's very (laughs) sneaky sneaky sir she's got the morticia adams light going on her eyes and everything (laughs) would you expect less um i don't know there's a lot of creepy there i would (laughs) have It just wouldn't have done it for me if she didn't have the Morticia Adams light. Oh, definitely right. not. Uh, she speaking of sneaky, I actually watched Mr. Deeds the other night. Mr. But anyways, is she in Mr. Deeds? No, <laughs> no. When uh, Trip says sneaky, sneaky, <laughs> oh, she, I'm like, she oh, died right. in eighty. She oh, actually, okay. okay. Fun fact: she died in eighty-four at the age of one hundred and one. Yeah, everybody in this episode apparently, well, a lot of the actors in this episode lived very long lives, which you know is probably just a coincidence, but. Who yes. was it though? Was it? Was it really? Was it? Well, yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, it kind of was because the writer died at thirty something of ah. Alzheimer's. The fuck? <laughs> he was like thirty two. Like he was like thirty two years old, and he, oh, he got shit. like early I, early onset to Alzheimer's or something. And I didn't realize Charles Bowman died that early. I think it was the, it was the writer. Maybe it was like the original writer of the story. Maybe it was Charles Bowman. I don't know, but I did read that little fun fact while looking into this. It's not so much Dude. a fun fact. Well, I that little fact. I know I'm <laughs> being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he that means he died like three years after fucking writing all those uh Twilight Zone. Holy shit, I didn't know that. So rest in peace, uh Charles Beaumont, who I am officially older than now. That's kind of depressing. Yay. Uh, so, anyways, um, I have to ask you guys, there was a there was a shot, there's a couple shots in this episode, and the one in the college with the book, the holding of the book, like it like looks down on the book page itself. Did you guys notice that? Like how weird that shot was? It was written on like modern paper. Like it had it was lined, it looked like it was lined. No, I know, but like, did you see how like it, it's like the guy holding it? You can tell it's not Kevin McCarthy holding the book, but it's just like this weird shot. It's like they, a pickup shot. Yeah. Probably, yeah. But they did after the fact, yeah. Because they do that same thing I, with the. I remember the shot because it did stick out, but I didn't notice it wasn't him. Yeah. But I it didn't did either. stick out because it looked weird. Yeah. Because I noticed it with the, the, um, the, when you magnifying put up a picture, glass? The, magnifying glass. Yeah. Magnifying glass. Like it was the same type of thing where it was just like a close up shot. It's really weird. It was what they, I guess what they did, what they did in the 40s and 60s and stuff like that. So yeah. as you can tell from the way I talk about this episode, I, I know you guys are apparently much more invested than i was but i really didn't like this episode i found myself just kind of wanting to move on to a new episode but really 
Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you think, Triv? I'd rather hold my thoughts until we get to that point. Oh, I thought we were, are we not at that point? Oh, are we, oh I, I, I thought we were <laughs> well, going to. No, I mean, you guys can, yeah, you're more than welcome to say <laughs> say what you need to say because it's um basically, like I said, the first act, which is only nine minutes, is getting us to the house. We are introduced to Susanna and they're having dinner and they're talking. And then Samuel pulls Kevin McCarthy's Walter Jameson into the room. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm curious, like, how old are you? And he's like uh, 40 years old. And he's like, how's that possible? You're only 40 years old, but you were like 38 or something like that. Or no, <laughs> you're 44 back when, or you were 38 or whatever, back in the day when you got hired, you should be like 51 years old. And uh, Walter's like, yeah, I'm 51 years old. He's like looking yeah, at like, whatever. Why? Yeah. He's like, sure. He just, I did like how he that. was just like, yeah, whatever, 51. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I lost track. <laughs> but I like how I like how he just kind of has that weird look. He's like, I think you're leaning into what I think you're leaning into, but I, I don't know if you really want to go there. He's that kind of like menacing look almost, but it's just he basically Sam Samuel after he talked to walter jameson earlier he looked up skeleton and he said you know i found this picture in this book he holds up the magnifying glass and of course it's walter jameson who was known as major hugh skeleton who worked under um tecumseh. general sherman sure. uh, yeah, yeah tecumseh sherman. general sherman and that's where the act ends it literally ends with that picture with uh sam's daughter apparently she has she's 31 years old or whatever and she has to go get her college degree because that's like the most important PhD, thing in the world yeah yeah phd and you know her father who is 70 years old which is kind of a big difference is it her is it his daughter or is it his it's his daughter it's his, his daughter. daughter so he okay. had her at about like 40 or whatever okay um so basically that's where the episode leads off it leads off with you know them finding out that of course he is skeleton he was tom bowen he's all these people he's the six of us who end up dying that type of thing um uh... what do you guys <laughs> the two thousand years of us are dying. Exactly. So, what, what did you guys think of the, the first act? Like, you know, it's nine minutes long, which is the shortest I think of the entire series so far. Where do you guys stand on it? Like, like I said, I was just kind of completely just kind of bored. I always went to look at porn because I was so bored. So, <laughs> well, you don't have to be bored to look at porn. Let's be real. Yeah. Right. But how about you, Trip? What did you think? Um, I, I was having, and I know it was written for a certain era and we're talking about a guy that's been around for 2000 years, but straight up, I I had a real problem with the way that they treated Susanna. It's like, oh, well, you know, you might be going after a PhD, but you're going to be a housewife and I need to try your cooking and blah, 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 blah. It's like, fuck you, asshole. That's me though. Yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) So you didn't like it. No, it was... uh, (laughs) It's, it's an fine. interesting it's an interesting it started an interesting conversation and the fact that you know uh samuels followed a hint or a, a, a um, what the hell is it called a notion in his mind of oh this seems re- yeah it, yeah followed a hunch and kind of followed it along the path and he's like oh hey here's this guy in this book that clearly wasn't superimposed you know later on or earlier on or whatever so it, it was an interesting premise. Um, what happens in the second act uh, takes it places I have mixed feelings on. So also the fact that um, Samuels asked Walter, how old are you? The night that his like 
he wanted to propose to Susanna, I was kind of like, okay, shouldn't you have asked this earlier? Maybe you've known the guy for 13 years, 12 years, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can take all of that. And um, I see where you guys are coming from, but I didn't, I didn't go to say I love this episode, but I did. I liked it to a degree. I like the idea behind it. And I actually really liked the episode, the first, a little bit past the first half up to the point to where he was explaining how it all happened and how he like was immortal. And uh, a lot of it was uh, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought he sold it pretty well. I like. Oh, he did a great portrayal. job. Yeah, did a good job with that. And I, I just liked his character. I wanted. Here's where I was with it. I liked the idea and where it's where it was going, up to the point where he was explaining it to the old man, and the old man really didn't freak out. He just kind of admitted it, or he just accepted it, and he was like, "Well, how can I get on this?" You know, and. Mm-hmm. He was explaining like how, you know, how it happened and how, and then he went into this thing about how like, you know, death, death is what makes life worth living and all that, which I thought was interesting because I just reviewed a movie not long ago called I Am Mortal. That that was the whole premise of that movie where everybody's immortal, Oh wow! but it's like they lost all, you know, all purpose in life Mm -hmm. because there is no death. It was a really interesting idea. I thought with that movie, it was just executed badly, (laughs) but in and I thought it was done better here. However, it's like I was really into it at that point. And then, you know, the final act happens, which is really only two acts, but the final part happens when it, when the woman shows up and all that stuff. I didn't I didn't hate that, but I was just I wanted more of the stuff that was going on in the middle. I wanted to know yeah. more about this guy and his life and all that stuff. I w- this is one episode where I was like, I want more. I want to know more about that. I just want more of that. Like what happens to him in the end? I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I know there's going to be something that happens in the end. I wouldn't really call it a twist because there really wasn't much of a, the twist was that he was immortal and we, you know, that wasn't a huge twist. We kind of, you know, picked up on that over time, but, uh, what happens in the end, I was kind of indifferent to. I think the, the we'll get to it, but the effect they, how they achieved that for that time, I thought was pretty neat. Oh, it was excellent. I wasn't as impressed with the end as the idea behind the story and the questions that arose and how he explained how he got that way and how that was going on. I just wanted more of that. And I was really digging it up to that point. I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty cool. I like this, this little mystery about who this guy is. And I really like how Kevin McCarthy is portraying this. He was selling it. So yeah, up to this point that we're talking about in the episode, I was into it. I was liking it. I wasn't bored out of my mind. I mean, I wasn't like, this is the greatest Twilight Zone episode ever, (laughs) but I was but I was like, okay, yeah, this is like some like mid tier, you know, this is some good, this is some good, good Twilight Zone so far. I'm liking where it's going. I really wasn't thinking about where it was gonna go. And right. usually with the Twilight Zone, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, what's about to happen? What's where's this going? What's gonna? I was more invested in what's happening right now, and that usually doesn't happen with these show, this show, because you are you always know something's coming and you're trying to figure it out. And this one, though, I wasn't because they kind of blew their load and just said, hey, yeah, this is it's an immortal guy. <laughs> and he's yeah, sitting there just talking about how like, hey, and he's he's talking about the, you know, the the how that affects a human being to not have death in their life and not worry about that kind of stuff and how it sounds like it's a great idea, but it's not. And we've heard that story a bunch of times. And prior, I'm sure it had been around prior to this, this episode. That's an age old thing of what if I could live forever? But I, I just really liked how they kind of like went into a little bit more detail and some honest, like uh, a real human detail about it. And I thought that was pretty cool. And how they also, they explained it 
but they didn't over explain it. Right. He just yeah. said, hey, this, this, it wasn't some mystical thing. It was this alchemist who was doing experiments. He ran some experiments on me. I don't know what the fuck he did. I went into a coma, woke up, he was gone, and I was immortal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was, just, I don't know what happened, but he made it happen. It was alchemist. I like that. That's like a good way of explaining it without over explaining it to where people can start poking holes in it. You can't really poke holes in, yeah, it was a science thing, but I don't know how because i'm not a scientist right so that worked so yeah i was liking it up to that point but this was a different kind of episode for me like i said i just wasn't i don't know it wasn't very it was twilight zone but it wasn't that it didn't give me that feel of what's going to happen next i was just interested in what was going on right understood i will say i thought it was really interesting that he says just given the time and how generally religious a lot of media was the fact that he picked plato as to tell how old he was instead of like Mm -hmm. jesus or something like that i thought that was kind of an interesting point i don't have any problems like with what you guys are saying my my biggest problem with the episode is just it 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 feels like it's like you said it's missing an act somewhere it feels like there's something it would have been cool i know they they, they're on a strict budget they have a they only have like one or two sets they deal with in every episode but wouldn't it be kind of cool to see like him in like you know the civil war or back in plato's you know the 2000 years ago and just kind of seeing that kind of stuff here it's just kind of two guys discussing things and that does work sometimes and you know it does work in a lot of episodes from this from uh twilight zone but i just never feel like anything was that exciting it just felt like two guys going hey you're old no i'm not yes you are no i'm not i found a book okay i'm old it's just just like i I don't know i I just i don't find that stuff interesting which is weird because we're going to talk about an episode the howling man which is part of my intro and it's just literally the devil and a guy talking or what was supposedly the devil and that felt like that's also written by charles beaumont it feels more um interesting than this episode this just feels like you know he found out a guy who's two thousand years old i I guess that's where i lie and what i was just really kind of that's the thing is that i like I, I agree. There's, mm. I, I think the idea, and I think what I liked about it was the idea and where, yeah, it's a good idea to go. It's where they started to go. Mm. And I don't mind, I didn't mind the, the best part of the whole episode for me was mm. the conversation the, these two guys were having and that dynamic. I just wish it had gone further. And I think what I liked about it was, like I said, the idea and where I saw it going. Yeah. It felt like it got cut short. It's like, I didn't yeah. need to, it would have been fine if we had seen those things he was talking about, like you said, but even I would have been okay with them just talking about it if he had talked about it more and given it some of that little detail and told us some of those things in these stories. I'd be cool with these two guys just sitting there talking. I just wanted more and not like, oh, they left me wanting more in just the right place. No, they left me wanting more and it made me feel a little bit shortchanged and a bit empty because right. I didn't get everything I wanted out of it. I mean, yeah, I know he's, they got the point across that he's old and he's been around for 2000 years or whatever it is. Okay, fine. But you know, that's the interesting part of your story. Tell me more. I would, like they said in Starship Troopers, do you want to know more? Yes, I do. <laughs> I wanted to tell me more. I wanted, uh, and that's just not what I got. I found that. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I don't know how interesting the episode would have been had they gone on it and just these guys telling stories and stuff. I don't know how they could have done that. I'm not the writer, but. That was the part I liked the most, but at the on the like I said on the flip side of that, it was the part that was a bit frustrating the most because I did like it a lot, and then it it felt cut short. Like Nick said, it almost felt like it was missing an act. Yeah, 
And that's, that's where a lot of my stuff lies. It doesn't feel, at least for me, like the way it jumps around, it didn't feel like it was all part of the same story. Like they're talking about, oh, well, and I, I guess they do kind of connect things with the love, the love thing. And, you know, I tried to fight loving her and all this stuff, but then they go from, I can't die. I would love to die. I'm a coward. I can't, you know, for not doing it to I'm going to marry your daughter, regardless of what you say to, you know, uh, out of nowhere comes person, you know, that ends the story the way that it does. It just, it felt like it, it felt like there was a bunch of ideas just tossed against a wall and they kind of just didn't connect them. That's the stuff I liked. I, I like that too is sorry, but um, no, is how they, I like the parts, the, the moral implications to a lot of the things he's doing and about you know how he was like like i said about the whole like you know without death of what is life worth living and also like you said that was a really good point about how hey i i've been married a bunch of times and then they find out and i wanted to hear more about that did they find out you were immortal and then they just like left you or you left them or did you were you there just young forever with them until they died and then how he just like flips it because we get the idea that yeah he's immortal but he's not a bad guy but then all of a sudden he goes all villain and he's like i'm gonna marry her anyway i'm taking her away <laughs> and you're like what happened you know i'm i want i'm okay with that being his character arc but I wanted to see how he got there. I want to know, you know, right? is he this person who just hasn't learned anything in all these thousands of years? Is he just been around so long he's bitter and gives no shits about anybody? Because that's not what you get at first. That's not that's not the, the feeling the you get about off. this guy. Yeah, and all of a sudden he's just like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. I'm just going to take this chick. She's going to cook me some dinner every night. Won't be as good as yours because you're a good cook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bang her when I want. Once she's old, I'm gonna toss her aside. I'm like, where'd this guy come from? So yeah, yeah. I would have been okay with that. I just want to know how you got there, and that's the part I was saying. I wanted more explanation. See, I even would have loved like, and I know again, it's one of those things where you know we're talking about things that could have been versus things that are. But like you know, he mentioned some you know a way to connect to historic events could have been like. He says, oh, well, you know, the burning of Rome, well, that was me. You know, I, I started the fire to, you know, because I was trying to roast marshmallows and whoops, you know, or, um, you know, I sunk the Titanic because I wanted to, they, 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 I don't know. Mad that my girlfriend Rose left me. Exactly. She wouldn't have Nookie with me in the back of an old car or, you know, whatever. Nan actually drives along the side of the road before he crosses the street. (laughs) We just missed her. <laughs> nice. She's no, like, what oh, I was gonna... he's going to get his in a minute. <laughs> what, what I was going to say saw another was... old lady over there by the tree, and she said, oh, <laughs> this one's yours. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say was, uh, you know what would have made this episode better is if they had done uh, Grease's Summer Nights, when they were like, oh, tell me more. Tell... <laughs> they just did a whole song and dance. It would have been amazing. But as as you guys have talked about, it, we'll go into act two, um, which is what you guys have been talking about. A lot of, uh, you know, just kind of uh, what you guys thought. But, I mean, it opens back up. We, of course, you know, we're in the same area. The Basically, he admits that he's Walter Jameson. But the, I, he says, like, how do you figure it out? He said the ring was a dead. Uh, uh, Samuel, the ring was a dead giveaway. And, you know, like you said, he's been even around since Play-Doh. And it's really funny that the guy has a bust of Play-Doh. And he's like, I knew Play-Doh, which makes me wonder, is he older than 2,000 years old? Or is he, it just is a happy coincidence that, or ironic coincidence that Play-Doh was in the 
in this uh, guy's house and he was around when Play-Doh. I just, I thought that was kind of interesting. It's the same thing that they did for uh, however far it was for third from the sun where they're like, oh, we've traveled 56, you know, million miles or whatever the number was. They just picked a random point and called it good. Yeah. They didn't know. <laughs> they don't know. They no clue. I'm sure they knew how far back Plato went, but Miles thing. No, no, I know. know, I know. Yeah, they're just like, oh, how far, how far do you think the our planet is from Earth? I don't know, fifty million miles. All right, write it down. <laughs> Seven hundred thousand quadrillion like that. Way. <laughs> 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 uh, I will say one of the things. Parsecs. I, I should have brought it up sooner, but I just kind of thought of it. Like the way that this episode was going when Samuels and. Uh, uh, jameson were talking like i kind of thought that he would that um that samuels was going to try to be like teach me this i don't care what it takes i want to be this you know even though i'm 70 like he talked him out of it i it would have been kind of cool to see it go in the other direction where somehow he becomes immortal himself like at the very well, end that, i was gonna say that's where they were leaning towards they were leaning they made you think that samuel was going to go that route and he's like teach me your your potions or whatever and it's like i don't think that's how this works but then like they're, they, they have like the, the ending of this episode is so infuriating because of how it plays out and how it positions itself and how like leaps of logic that you have to take but like you were saying it's like would it be interesting for like it would say walter jameson dies and the power just like ekes onto samuel or something like that and it just I don't, I don't know i mean like he talks about how living forever is worse than dying and you know the, the, it's just like how miserable he's been watching his whole family die and watching everyone he loves yeah. die and apparently one of his wives didn't die at the moment i don't know it's really weird but i don't know what were you guys gonna say well, that's what led me to believe that he left him before they before he got old so they wouldn't know that mm-hmm. he was immortal like he would that's just true. leave him and and also yeah. the the whole power transferal thing I don't think I think that they they were trying to go for a more realistic route. That's why yeah, they went with the whole agreed. vague alchemy thing. So like it the power, it wasn't really a power, it was just the thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah, they figured something out scientifically. So he couldn't really transfer that, I don't think. No, I know. I just like that whole like some however it was, that would have been an interesting thing. Like a I don't know, like a having your glasses smashed, you know, when you're surrounded by books, kind of an ending. <laughs> And see that, that what you guys are talking about, that's what I was, that's what I meant is like, typically in an episode, I'm looking for that thing. Okay, yeah. what's going to happen? What's going to be that ironic twist of fate? But there, I mean, I guess there was one with the old lady, <clears throat> but it really just didn't stand. That wasn't the 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 kicker of the episode for me. It, it just, it, it happened and I was just like, no, okay. <laughs> you know, and I mean, everything right. before it is, I was more curious, I was more interested in hearing what this 2000 year old person had to say about all the moral implications of living forever and how that makes you feel. I found that more interesting. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's just me. Well, no, I mean, that, that stuff's, that stuff's not bad. Like I said, it, it's to me, it was a little dry, but like he talks about like living for 2000 years, like you said, for living, I mean, he might be older than 2000, how it's just a lonely existence. And it, it comes up, be careful what you wish for approach. Cause he wanted this and he got this and you know, it's like uh, wishing for, you know, money and you get money. And then, you know, as much as we want money, like having Jeff Bezos style money, it could be, you know, you buy everything. What do you do next? You know, whatever. But I mean, golden toilet seat. He, Yes, yeah, golden toilet seat. 
Uh, but he talks about he has a ridiculously priced computer opponents. You could, you could buy that $13,000 computer that you saw on on, YouTube, on uh, Amazon or whatever. So he has a revolver and he's never used it because he uh, is terrified. He's, he calls himself a uh, coward. coward, basically. I, I just like the fact that revolvers seem to be like the main object to use to kill people outside of Nan Adams. And um, <laughs> she's the number one, the, the number one cause of death in Twilight Zone. <laughs> But, but no, but like, you know, then he, like you said, he switches modes and he's like, I'm going to take your daughter away from you. And we're getting married in like 15 minutes or whatever. He's going to, I'm going to pick you up in 15 minutes. He's like, what is going on? What are you not telling him? He's like, you know, the, the Sam's trying to protect his daughter from this guy who's been fucking more women apparently than any person in the existence of life. And it just, I, I don't know. It's just to me personally, it was just I like, feel like they did that. I feel like they did that to vilify him so yeah. when it came to the ending. Because, you mm-hmm. know, they'll do that in some stories. Like, they want to, when something bad, when somebody's going to get taken out or something bad's going to happen to them, you want to vilify them enough to justify that ending. And yeah. I feel like that's what they, one of the reasons they did that. Because he just had a fucking, he swung. He was like over here where you're like, I mean, I guess it never really said he was a good guy, but you kind of got that vibe. I mean, yeah. even if the guy didn't know, the older man didn't know that Jameson was, you know, 8,000 years old, he knew him for 13 years. He knew his personality. He knew him as a person, unless yeah. he was literally living a complete lie for those 13 years, because he said they were really close. So all of a sudden, he goes fucking mega mind master villain. I mean, I'm just like, ah, I don't buy that. I feel like they did that just so when this old lady shows up and takes him out, which I think we're going to talk about that in a minute. But when that happens, it's like, oh, okay, I don't feel so bad because he was a mm-hmm. douche. Yeah. Well, the, well, that's the thing. Like, you want you want actually, <laughs> it's funny because like it almost feels like a, a tug of war with this poor woman. She's like. I love him, but he's like, you can't go with him. And Walter Jameson is like, fuck you. She's coming with me in 15 minutes. It's like, and on top of that, he lives like right across the street from this guy. Like, I thought that, that was, was weird. <laughs> that was so yeah. strange. Like, I thought so... he was walking into somebody, like he walked out of somebody else's house or something. I was yeah. like, what's going on here? Which apparently is the house from uh, Time Machine, the original Time Machine movie, which I thought was nice. interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this leads Walter Jameson to cross the street, cross the streams, whatever you want to say. And he goes into this house, and what is he writing? Uh, he writes that he gets out a piece of, he sees a gun, he pulls out the gun, which is a foreshadow about five seconds later about what's going to happen. But he looks at the gun, he puts the gun down, then he pulls out a parchment of paper. I'm like, is he is he writing? Is he now have a guilty conscience? He's going to leave her? Like, I, I don't understand what he's doing. I, I don't know. And then that's when we meet. That's when uh, Lorette. Bur- Le- Lorette Bowen comes into the mix and she's, Do you remember me? And Walter Jameson's like, uh, no, you're not 31, so I don't remember you anymore. And um, it's like Walter Jameson's either acting stupid or he just doesn't want to admit that he knows this woman, but I think he's acting stupid. But you know, we we get to the point where this is where the leap of logic comes into the mix. So he's never been able to be killed, or he's been close to being killed. He lives forever, and all it takes is one old lady grabbing the gun and shooting him for him to die. I, I think the way he dies, like it's pretty cool the way, like the way they do it, the way they, the they show yeah. Yeah, the effect of how they it happens. Great job apparently, that. Yeah. Apparently like the, how they use the lighting and stenciling on the face is how it works. But am I the only one that thought that was fucking weird and stupid? Like it takes one, it took one yeah, bullet no. to, for a guy that's been around for 1200, 12,000 years. It's just like, 
What the fuck well, is first what of the... all? Did she even shoot him? That was my question because I was watching it. I think she did. You hear the gunshot. I'm led to believe that, but like it never references that he was shot. Mm. He's but... sitting there and he's just kind of like, oh, I'm getting old. And I guess she was supposed to have shot him and that kicked off. Okay, your mortality's gone now, I suppose. Why he started to age, I don't I don't know. But um doesn't sound very scientific to me, but fine. But like it never uh, you hear a gunshot from off screen and then he goes in there <clears throat> he's not like in the floor there's no blood i get that there's no blood but you're never you, you she's just gone yeah and it's like i think she shot him did she shoot him i'm not a hundred percent sure what she did to him did she put a voodoo curse on him and then he well, just like you know fades away into the dust well that could raise the question of was she real or was oh, it yeah. a was it a guilt thing of his imagination yeah brought on by this whole thing with taking another wife maybe i mean i don't even have a problem with her as weird as this i don't have a problem with her shooting him but if he's able to evade all these times that he's been almost killed and then she shoots him like i'm thinking like you're immortal you've been given this potion to be immortal and yet you die i mean there there is blood on his shirt so he has been shot but it's just like hmm. oh, what the fuck and then he dies you I know Indiana jones Oh yeah, he has blood in his shirt, but he dies like Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade <laughs> just, style. I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't stop yeah. thinking about that. You, exactly, he chose unwisely. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but I just, but I thought was, the last. God, God, I'm sorry, God. No, I was. I, I don't remember what else to say. I think I had some point to make, but then I, for, I, I lost it. It's gone. No, there is no point. It's be careful <laughs> what you out. wish for. It's <laughs> leaps of logic. It's Charles Beaumont was probably on acid or something. I, I don't know. Wow. Well, wow. there was um, there was an interesting thing in there, and it was another thing that didn't quite make sense, kind of in the mm. grand scheme of this. So when Estelle Winwood comes in, she says, "I saw a photo of your engagement, and I knew, without doubt, that it was you." And I was just thinking, Susanna and 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 Jameson hadn't even gotten um, engaged yet. So what the hell was that about? And does she live in this town? Does she live know. there? I mean, like. I don't know much about the '60s, but I'm, do marriages get put around the country? Do they just show up in everyone's paper? I'm like, her her showing up just doesn't make any sense at all, and the gunshot doesn't make any sense to me. That's just me. And then Susanna coming well, in. I, I loved his I loved his reasoning as to how he survives because the old man actually brings it up. Yeah, he makes mm. explain that he is immortal, but he's not invulnerable. And mm. he even says, you know, he could have put a bullet in his, you know, put the barrel of a gun in his mouth, but um i didn't know how it was going to turn out though if he did right i think well the guy was i know we're led to believe that yes he he can die he's just not going to die of natural causes like he could get sick he could get hurt and even the old man says the samson or whatever his name was he says so you've you're telling me you've been around all this time things happen to people and you've never been hurt or injured or anything and his explanation was some people are just lucky like that (laughs) i'm like (laughs) Some people are just lucky <laughs> like that. That's that's your explanation. I mean, okay. He lived through like the black plague and shit. I mean, come on. Lived through you know, a civil yeah. war. I mean, yeah. Maybe illnesses don't kill him. It has to be like blunt trauma. I don't know. But yeah. You think I mean you think water kills him? Like a like, a, <laughs> like in split, not split, uh yeah, like glass? two yeah. inches uh, of water. Yeah. <laughs> I was two thinking the aliens water. from signs. <laughs> well, that too. Apparently, apparently, uh like in <laughs> like in the jerk. And that Shyamalan hates this water. You know, I don't know, but I, I, then it. God, God. 
would it have been like the like he he allowed himself to die like you know he wasn't shooting himself maybe it was a i've lived for so long i'm ready to say goodbye to things and maybe letting go of that is what allowed him to die i mean he did say when she showed up he was ready for it yeah yeah he had clearly been wanting death but he had been attached to life for so long he didn't know how to let go of it right he was scared to let go of it but when somebody showed up to take him out maybe he was like all right go for it whatever i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) i don't know oh why in the gut you couldn't do it in the head you bitch (laughs) that's why i left you (laughs) i thought it was because you're getting old because you're fucking bitch (laughs) yeah they were they were a shooting range and she kept hitting everybody in the gut it's like or every um uh, those things in the gut and he's like damn it woman Fuck it, I'm leaving you. He's hoping <laughs> Susanna would, yeah, aim for that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like, like you said, the main Susanna walks in, she sees the dust, the dust gets, you know, blown away or whatever. And it's just like, there's something, there's something truly missing. There's just something truly off about this episode that just doesn't feel like it, it's not even the cast. They're doing the job that they're hired to do and they do it pretty well. But it's just like, I think I'm coming after that, I get, I get yeah. that. It's like coming off those it, like monsters to do on Maple Street and World of Difference, and then you come to this episode, you're like, man, it feels like coming off a like a six month bend, like a two week bender or something like that. It's just like everything sucks. Hit a brick wall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like weirdly, I don't know. It, I I have mixed feelings about this episode because, like I said earlier, I really liked where it was going and how it was doing it, and but the the last act or the the whole part after the two guys talk everything that happened after that i was just thoroughly uninterested and i know you were saying that you were less interested in the in the part leading up to all that and all that stuff was just stupid and i, I get that because i didn't all that stuff just seemed like it was tacked on yeah. it didn't seem like the same show the same episode it was just yeah. like it's like they wrote this neat exchange like okay we've got this two thousand year old guy or fifteen thousand year old guy whatever and he's wanting to marry somebody and he's talking to the dad and the dad figures out he's old what conversation would go on between this young guy who's actually older than this old guy both of them are seasoned and have a lifetime of of experiences and knowledge and they're gonna put their heads together and talk about this what type of things would come up i find that really interesting i'm like that's neat because he's gonna like tell him here's what i've learned from being alive all this time and you know i have had a lot of wives and love and all this and blah 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 that stuff I really liked. I just, like I said, I wanted more of it. But then it's like, they're like, all right, we did that. I wrote that. How do I end it? I don't know how to, where do I go with this? It's like a neat idea, which I think anybody who's ever written something has had tons of neat ideas. But then you're like, okay, this neat idea doesn't really go anywhere or do anything. Maybe I work it into something else later on, put it on the back burner. It seems like this was one of those that should have been done that. And, but he was just like, no, I'm, I'm going all in on this thing. And, uh, I'm going to write it and just tack on this ending to put an ending on the show. And I'm like, the ending just didn't, it didn't ring true to the rest of the episode to me. Yeah. It was just kind of yeah. a way to end it. And I'm like, you could have, I don't know, you could have ended it a whole bunch of other ways, you know, go, go deep into the whole conundrum of you're going to marry this woman. I mean, even if they had gone the route of something like, instead of making him an asshole, Make him someone who does care about her. He really does love her. He wants to be with this woman. So you've got this guy, maybe he's like, I know that you're going to be really good to her and you love her. She loves you and you guys are a great fit. I like you. Everything's perfect. 
The only problem is I know you're going to outlive her and at some point you're going to leave. So it's like, I, I want her to be happy and you make her happy and you're going to be really good for probably better than anybody else she's going to find. But how long is that going to last? You know, it's like, I want the, that kind of conundrum of like, there is no bad guy here. It's just a bad situation. And how do we figure that out? But, and I felt like they were kind of going down that road and then they said, okay, make him evil so we can kill him. You know, <laughs> that's essentially it. And I think you bring up a good point and what could have been would have been a lot cooler than what we got. In yeah. that respect. And I think that's where yeah. I was hung up on. Like when we were talking earlier is I like the implications of the episode and where it was going. Cause I really found that stuff interesting. And my frustrations are that it presented it really well. And then it just didn't go anywhere. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. It's just, so. it's weird. It's weird how that works. It's like, you'll have like a great episode that just kind of one room. And then you have an episode like this. It's like, whatever you say. It's like the underworld movies. <laughs> Hear me there you out. Go. It's like, Hear me out. <laughs> hey, it's like the underworld movies. It's a really cool idea. It's a really cool world, really cool shit in them. And like, I like some of these characters in the lore and all that problem is that the movie, all that shit's in, <laughs> that's where it kind of gets a bit shaky. Yeah. You know, it ain't awful, but it ain't great. It's not, it doesn't live <laughs> the, the movie that it's all contained in doesn't live up to the lore and all yeah. the other stuff in it. So that's, that's kind of where the, this is the underworld of twilight zone, just less vampires. So far at least I'm sure we're going to run across more of those, but. It's like the it's like Twilight, you know. The oh no, no, no! Don't don't start on that. We <laughs> don't we don't compare reviewing. those two. That's <laughs> not what we're reviewing. We're not no, reviewing Twilight. <laughs> no, we're not. If we're reviewing Twilight, I'm getting the hell out of this bitch. Twinkle vampires. No. Yeah. Well, you think we're, we? Books. Hey, you don't think we're actually seeing the Batman, <laughs> do you? We're seeing Twilight. <laughs> well, then I will uh, kindly let myself out the back <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, stand up just grab powder toastman's uh ass cheeks damn straight i will those ass cheeks are juicy <laughs> exactly <laughs> juicy <laughs> juicy anytime yes sir juicy. i do yeah, like it <laughs> <laughs> yes sir i do like it <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, good times <laughs> with that said uh before we continue uh jacob let's do the one paragraph closing narration with no twilight zone at the end by the way yeah, yeah, I, I made that. I had that written here as well. This is one of the few episodes that does not say the words the Twilight Zone or in the Twilight Zone, at the Twilight Zone, or whatever. But yeah, this is easier than the beginning. Last stop on a long journey, as yet another human being returns to the vast nothingness that is the beginning and into the dust that is always the end. That's so, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so this might piss off a lot of Christian people. Nothingness. That is the beginning and into the dust. That is always the end. Dun, 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 dun. But, you know, oh, what was oh, uh, Sterling's? Just... Sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to say that the, the, you know, to dust, I mean, that's part of It's in the Bible. It's, you know, to dust you are and to dust you return. So, in theory, I agree with you that I don't think it's a going in a Christian direction. I, I do think the dust uh, to dust thing sure. does. No, 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 there I, are things I, I that come making... up in the show just, yeah. that, that do question yeah. some things. Wow. Uh oh. I was, trying to, I was trying to leave since I couldn't see a joke can't and I, I can't. Stuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So Rod certainly was, was a reformed Jew and he did not believe in the Bible, apparently. Okay. 
That's, that's I what know Ross Sterling didn't was, write this yeah. episode, but he definitely had creative input on all mm-hmm. the episodes. Oh, yeah. And there's been things that have popped up in this show before. And once again, we got to understand what time period is. But uh, there are things that pop up here or there that are kind of like um, a little more unconventional than what you usually saw. Just subtle things usually. But I, I did. I wondered. I mean, once again, his his beliefs are his own, but I didn't know if they were like out there and, and known to the public or not. He believes in Cthulhu. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Right on. You know, good. good oh, and by the way, on that on that note, um, I looked it up. It said in a sad irony, um, after everybody else lived a long time, writer Charles Beaumont had a very short life, dying at the age of thirty-eight from wow. early onset Alzheimer's disease. Holy shit! That goes on the quote from his son, but yeah, he was only thirty-eight when he died. Can you imagine that having early onset dementia? Alzheimer's? alzheimer's like that early in your life because isn't that isn't that usually like later like yeah it's usually later on because it is uh it's deterioration of of the mind so you know you you get some deterioration either way the older you get of course so it usually is more you're more susceptible to it when you get older but it's not it's it's less likely but it's not totally unheard of for younger people to get it man that was that's that, that is such a Alzheimer's and dementia, that is a fucking terrible disease, yeah. man. That I wouldn't is wish that on anybody. Awful, awful disease. So, okay. So, overall, we're pretty, I mean, Jacob's probably more positive than maybe you or I, Trib. Um, was there anything else you guys uh, wanted to talk about? I am, but in talking you, to you're you a little guys, more positive. Yeah. Kind of like, I, I, there were things about well, it. My I plan liked. has worked. <laughs> but no, and that, and that's how the that, that's how what I like about talking about these things is like my fr- I take my initial reaction, just my mm-hmm. basic carnal initial reaction is oh yeah I liked something about this thing and then as we talk about it and discuss it it's like yeah I, I like what it was is I didn't like the episode so much as I liked this thing, but you know I didn't like that and this and blah blah, blah. so yeah I'm not I don't think this is a terrible episode, but it had issues and I didn't like yeah. the end. I didn't hate the end. I just felt as if the end was. I saw the end of a different episode, but uh, I liked the questions it arose and and the, the direction it could have gone. But what could have might have been. Yeah. What might have been. All right. Um, Drib, do you have anything else you wanted to say? Carpet um, that I think it's a, it feels, and it's hard to, it's hard to say this with, with any sense of certainty being that we're only, you know, 24 episodes in, but it feels like a very middle of the road. I guess I walked away and it was, it, it wasn't exciting enough to make me go, Whoa. And it, but it wasn't like terrible. It's very much a, you know, upper meh. It had what, good what stuff. You- like the actors were, the actors did what they needed to do. There was some compelling bits, you know, like Jacob said, what they, the way that they did it, they left it vague enough where it's not like, you can't poke holes in it as much, but it was also, you know, and you could still get the idea of, you know, I was wandering an Asian market and I stumbled across a creature that I'm not supposed to, you know, give water to at night, but here, yes, enjoy, you, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it's that, that level of walking through the wholesale, wholesale flower district that day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Feed me. That movie very well. Feed me. So, with that said, uh, we'll kind of finish up with the Twilight Zone list where we rank the episodes based on the what we think, which is, of course, the uh, official rankings uh, list. 
nobody else can do it better than us. Of course not. Uh, We're simply the best. That's right. Better than all the rest. Best. Simply the around. best. Better than all anyone. Anyway. Nobody uh, was it nobody's gonna keep us down. We're the best around. We're not gonna take it. No, we ain't gonna take it. Anyway. That too. Yeah. He's doing a British version of uh D Snyder. Yeah. <laughs> was it D Snyder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twisted, a twisted sister. Yeah. Twisted sister. Well, I am a twisted sister, so it works. Exactly. My makeup's yeah. not that good though, but <laughs> okay. So where would you guys put this? I it, is this better than third or is this worse than third from the sun? Do you think, are we going down like to the, cause I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now what I think. Um, I think this is on par with Mr. Denton on doomsday. To be fairly honest. I think it has the same kind of feel to it, but where would you guys put it? I think third from the sun's better than this, even though I like some of the themes and some of the things they talked about. Mm. I know I'm the one who thought the highest. No, it's okay. We're saying that I, I had the best opinion of this, but in all honesty, after our discussion, I do think that this is not as good as Third from the Sun. Actually, it's yeah, on down. Where do you guys th- where do you guys fall with it? And then I'll I, I'd be good with it that. around like the lonely. And regardless, not very far off where Nick is, but that's that's kind of where I fall. Uh I shot an arrow into the air. That's the one where they is that the one where they started disappearing? Yeah. One at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the astronauts when they came down, they were like in the wrong dimension or something. Yep. There's like a newspaper. There's the one dude in the um the phone booth who calls yeah, his wife. The phone booth. That classic phone Mr. booth Denton. scene. <laughs> Mr. Denton oh, the, uh, Doomsday. Twenty cent beer or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ten cent beer. What went up by episode? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Denton on Doomsday. That's the western. Yep. Yeah. That's that's where he gets the magic potion that's supposed to help him beat whoever he wants to beat. But then the other guy also took the potion. The other guy. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing: is Mr. Denton on Doomsday? Clearly, I wasn't here for that one, but clearly we didn't think highly, super highly of it. Sitting at eight. Well, it started higher at one point, but it just like it, it's a relatively yeah. early episode, and yeah, it's like the third episode, I think. Yeah, and the story yeah. told was done better by episodes that came after. I'm gonna say, see, hmm, there were things in this episode I liked more than anything in Mr. Denton on Doomsday. However, this episode was very all over the place and not, I didn't feel as if it was well put together. I thought those parts, those individual parts, like with the conversation between the guy and all that, the first half, if you will, mm-hmm. was done well and I enjoyed that. And I thought that was put together fine, but the ending's a fucking mess, yeah. in my opinion. And I feel like a lot of stuff starts to fall apart there because, like I said, I didn't feel like the ending was ever their original idea when they first conceived this thing. And I feel like at least Mr. Denton on Doomsday, while it was kind of like one trick pony, it was literally, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was consistent throughout and it was, it was, it flowed better. Mm, Judgment Night, Judgment Night was, that was the the guy in the boat. Nazis following. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, see, that one was kind of a little messy at the end, too. I think that I think Judgment Night in um, this episode are consistent with being just kind of messy, not really great endings to episode. I think actually, I think Judgment Night actually had a better ending, but at at this point, we're just talking about like minute details about which had the the messier premise. Well, they are, yeah, they are similar in that way that, you know, the first half 
to first two thirds of both these episodes mm-hmm. was fine. It was the pay or no, no, no. the ending, or I guess the payoff was just kind of what, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I get it, but really what? Um, and just the way that it was presented. I remember that about judgment night too. The way that it's ending was presented was just kind of like, it seems needlessly confusing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. need to be. I don't know. Yeah. I'd say this is like right around in the judgment night. Yeah. Either above or below Judgment Night. So either number 18 or number 20. In my opinion, but what do you guys say? Did you like 16 millimeter shrine more than this? One? <laughs> no. Never. I think putting I think putting this one between <laughs> Mr. Denton and Judgment Night seems like a solid place for it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, I think that works. Uh Judgment Night, I just think they're both these actually both these episodes are really depressing if you think if you really think about it. Uh, Mr. Dead oh, yeah. on Doomsday is definitely a little more optimistic than this episode. Well, Judgment Night also was just kind of a little boring. Like nothing real mm-hmm. great or interesting was happening in it. I can at least say with this one, that part where it was discussing how he got how he is and what all he's experienced, even though it wasn't as fleshed out as I would have liked and didn't go where I wanted it to go. I found it more interesting than anything in Judgment Night. So while I find the the structure of both those episodes to be extremely similar... I'm going to say this one at least had something that perked my interest, piqued my interest for a little bit. Judgment Night didn't really. It was just kind of like that background episode. I think yeah. I was doing something else while it was on because I was like, <laughs> mm. they've already rated this one anyway, and nothing about it's really catching me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit a video while I do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and again, it does kind of fall into that meh area. You know, it's not, yeah. you know, there are solid things about it that raises some good questions, but for what we're shown on screen, which is ultimately the way you have to judge one of these things is it's kind of meh. Yeah, I agree. It's just, we're, this is like that uh, section where you're just like, if it's on eh, I'd watch it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it, watch it, that type of thing. So that's how I look at it. I feel like there's not much of a progression with our list either. Like it's not our fault. It's the episodes. Mm -hmm. They go from, because I'm looking at the list here and I'm like, okay, escape calls, last light. And when the sky was open, I, the lonely, I shot an arrow. I remember liking some of these more than others, but I remember having a, a decent, a, a good time, at least with all these. And even Mr. Denton on Doomsday, well, it was a bit, eh, you know, but right around in that area, like it goes from shot an arrow into the eye, to the eye, into the air. <laughs> shot like, you leave you know, Jeff alone. <laughs> Pretty sorry, Jeff. Uh, like you know, pretty you know, good, but at least good episodes. To like, there is a big leap down to these down here, these to the bottom five or so. That is just yeah. like, yeah. There's no like subtle progression. I'm wondering if we're going to get there. If there's going to be a curve, or if it's going to be very much a like a valley. By the end, we'll see. It's it's weird. To, the thing that you know why that is is because when you get episodes like. Monsters are doing Maple Street and the Purple Testament and uh, World of Difference or something like that. There, I think when they take chances and when they when they do it with you know reverence and style, I think it just makes it, the other episodes feel kind of flat. Like they're good episodes. Like I'm not gonna like not watch everything but the last two episodes, but it's just they're very flat in their nature and they don't feel as exciting but when you watch it you're like yeah, it was fine i'll watch it again until you get to the four of us yeah. are dying the fever and nobody will ever watch those but um, yeah man you can say that's that the about problem this. it's better than the fever it's better than the four of us are dying 
it know, wins those two awards for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's just how you got to look at it. It's like watching any show. Like you'll watch the first episode, go that was good, and then like oh, a couple a season later, you'd be like, what was I thinking about that episode? It's just the way that the Twilight Zone works, I guess. But with that said, I think that's a good spot. So the new number nineteen is going to be Long Live Walter Jamison. Uh, Monsters you do on Maple Street is number one. The Fever is number twenty-four. Next episode that we're going to be talking about is an episode I kind of remember just from the title alone, but I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's called "The People Are Like All Over," uh, directed by Mitchell Leeson, Lison, written by Ross Serling. Um, stars Roddy McDowell, which is you know nice. pretty, pretty big actor. Yeah, who's been in a lot of shit in his life before he died in nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> So he did, but he did a lot of, he's, was he, in, he was in like uh, one of the Planet of the Apes movies, wasn't he? He, he was, was in the first movies. and third. Oh, Cornelius, that's Apes right. Movies. Nice. He did yeah, not play Cornelius in the second one. Uh, Cornelius Caesar. wasn't in the second one very much. Mm. Yeah, he played Caesar in the fourth or fifth one too, his son. He skipped yeah. one, but they got so much makeup on, it's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that said, that will do it. That'll be our take on season one, episode 24, which is long live Walter Jameson. I wish it could have been better, but it happens. It's a TV show. Things suck every once in a while. So Um, with that said, uh, yeah, we'll head out. And uh, Triv, when they uh, are looking for your 2D uh, slim figure that only can be seen from one angle, uh, where can they find your content? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, sorry, you can find me on YouTube at uh, Trivial Theater. Um, by the time this drops, we will have uh, I will have completed a collab with uh, Nick on uh, Abraham Lincoln versus zombies, which should be quite a lot of fun. Uh, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Trivia underscore Chick. And uh, cool, yeah. Look, I, that was a, that was a fun collab. I uh, I gotta admit that was uh, an interesting movie. We'll just put yes, it in that was. respect. Yes, it was. <laughs> And I've uh, seen the, Jake. the cover of it. Oh. I've never seen this. I've seen the cover. It's so I love Ab- Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and I know it's like a, a knockoff of that, isn't it? Oh, it's, yeah, it's a total knockoff of that. Um, and Jacob, when you're not building uh, computers that will uh, uh, price you out of uh, house and home, uh, where, <laughs> where can they find your content? You find my content on YouTube at Jacob Anders Reviews and also my new gaming channel, which I'm slowly trying to grow Jacob Anders Gaming. I know my naming, uh, the, the way I name my channels is extremely original. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm also on Twitter and uh, at, at Red Neville 2 But on uh, my YouTube channel, I will be getting back to, with my move and everything, I I. Uh, laid off some as much my content frequency as much but by the time this comes out i think at the time that this comes out or one week later i will be going to uh videos every day again and i will also be returning to my weekly now comic book movie review series deep dives on those once a week on wednesdays so check that out and subscribe to my gaming channel so i can do do gaming stuff (laughs) Show both these guys some love. They're pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, there you go. You know, for the longest time, this Give is no joke. Shoot, I thought <laughs> I thought you were in the, the military. I thought you would jar like you were in the, the Marines or something like that. And then you did Jag. I'm like, <laughs> he, he must I really I didn't realize what it was, but then I'm like, then he said Jag. I'm like, oh, he must love that TV show, the Jag uh show for because he is a father, so you know that's a father show. So <laughs> yeah, sure. well, you know, he ain't got no intro. <laughs> 
that was I, I, I I've got more comments on that shit right there than any of the videos <laughs> on that whole channel and I'm like I literally was sitting there that night and I was like I need some type of intro I was like I don't know what to fucking put and I was tired and I was like I don't feel like making a fucking intro so I just recorded myself saying that and put that up there I was like that'll it'll be temporary yeah <laughs> people like it so keep it i guess i'm gonna roll with it <laughs> i'm gonna roll with exactly it. i had sa- i had some random ass sound effects and i was like sure is that a fucking <laughs> dolphin in there it's like 4 30 in the morning go for it <laughs> oh man so yeah yeah definitely check out uh triv and jacob's channels they're uh definitely worth a watch uh you can reach me at uh movie emporium that's where my youtube channel's at that's where the uh, twilight zone videos are at uh movie emporium on twitter all that good stuff find us on audio feeds like apple and google uh i i always joke around but like if you leave a comment and you leave star ratings stuff like that that does help us get audience views so definitely check that out and you know if you don't want to see our ugly faces or whatever um so anyways uh that'll do it uh we're heading out and we'll see you guys next time on the twilight zone peace out guys we ain't got no outro (laughs) i ain't got no outro